Hey everyone, I'm Perlene Guillaume. And I'm Sabrina Bon Ane. Welcome to Adulting Decoded. We are two grown ass women having conversations about the challenges and hopefully the triumphs of adulting. Join us as we navigate this thing called life with open, honest discussions, some humor, a few guests, and always a glass of wine. Always. Always. <laughs> Welcome to Adulting Decoded. Hi guys, my name is Sabrina Bon Anne. And I'm Perlene Guillaume. And, and we're here to discuss decoding adulting. adulting. <laughs> we're here to discuss adulting because I don't know if you could tell from our voices, but we don't have it together. <laughs> <laughs> and we're willing to admit that. There is no shame in admitting that. So we thought about putting a podcast together to discuss all the things about decoding that we haven't figured out yet. Which is everything, Which, but no, 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 we know some things. Some things. Some things, a few things. But I'm, I'm great in a lot of areas, and... That's a good expression. Yes, I like that. We, we can definitely learn a few things. We hope to inspire people with a few things. We hope to learn some things ourselves um, along this journey, and we're glad that you're here with us. Um, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah. And I think to start with, um, we called this little adventure of ours Adulting Decoded because there are just so many variables. There's so many things that you have to consider when you're going through this life and trying to make these life decisions. And we all know adulting is crazy hard. And we just want to try to break it down a bit and just have fun with it. So whether you're holding back because of fear or lack of knowledge or maybe confidence or maybe you are holding back because of past experiences or just not willing to admit that you don't have the information to pursue your goals, your dreams, or just move forward, we're here to talk about that. We're going to have Mm-hmm. open conversations yes. about honest, getting over those types of things. Honest discussions of just people trying to figure it out together. And we are willing to let you know the areas where we took the wrong turns. Yeah. <laughs> I think you, um, yeah, we're, we're definitely going to try to be as open as possible Um, lay it all out there because we want people to relate we want you to know that we are all just trying to figure it out and honestly one of the first things that I thought about when I thought about this podcast besides well first of all it was born out of the fact that Sabrina and I have these amazing conversations all the time Um, we're as similar as we can be and as different as we can be as well. Exactly. Um, and you'll get to know us in the process, but you know, we have so many things in common and we also have so many different things that we've done with our lives and, and the way that we think. But whenever we have these conversations, we're just always amazed at how much insight the other person has. I know I am. And, and so we wanted to have a forum to share that and to have other people hear and think about the things that we've been thinking about because we know you already are. Right. And I and I would hope that this podcast and our conversations with each other inspires others, women, men, um, you know, parents, people in relationships, people who are single, 
to reflect within themselves and to also have conversations and be honest with themselves and others about what they don't know, what they haven't figured out yet, or what they're looking to figure out. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether we inspire you to take that trip abroad that you've been looking into or buying that property or starting that business or going to law school or just having hard relationships, um, conversations rather, within your relationships, if we inspire anyone to make moves to do those things, then we've accomplished our goal. And let's just try to figure it out together, guys. <laughs> try. Operative word here is try. Is try. Don't, don't come back later and say, well, Perlina Sabrina said that they would give us the roadmap and all they did was lead us to a ditch. Girl, we're in the ditch too, okay? <laughs> we are right there in the ditch waiting for someone to come and help us. And we're going to bring in a few friends along the way. We're going to bring in a few friends to talk about their own experiences, to talk about their knowledge, to talk about their own expertise in trying to figure it out as well. So let's tune in. Let's find out yeah. where this adventure is going to lead us. Right. So, so Sabrina, let's talk about what we're decoding today. The first thing we want to decode today is, number one, um, something that a lot of people are familiar with, imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Okay. What is imposter syndrome? Let me tell you what imposter syndrome is in a real world example. Um, I said, Sabrina, in October or September of 2020, I said, Sabrina, you know, I feel like our conversations are so cool and interesting and you know what, maybe we should start a podcast. And Sabrina was like, yeah, let's do it. October, 2020. Yeah, let's do it. It is January, 2021. And that's still a good time. But the reason it took us so long to get it to this actual point is because both of us were eventually going backwards in terms of can we do it? Should we do it? I mean, who wants to hear us talking? Why should we have a podcast? Why should we think that our opinion matters, that people want to listen? And that is just a small example of how imposter syndrome shows up and makes you believe that you don't deserve to be in the places that you've earned a spot in. Exactly. You don't deserve to be at the tables where you're sitting. You don't deserve to speak on the topics that you've been selected to speak on, <laughs> um, you know, and I've, I've had a lot of experience with imposter syndrome, even in the workplace. Um, as we both mentioned, we're both attorneys and I've sat in conference rooms. I've been in the courtroom and literally going through my head. Why am I here? How did I get here? Do they know that I don't know anything about anything? Yes, that is so imposter syndrome. And that fear and that conversation and that that feeling of, will they find out that I don't know what I'm doing, that can actually hold you back in ways that you couldn't even imagine, you know? And imagine if you weren't held back by that fear. Would you go for that promotion? You know? Probably. Would you, <laughs> would you apply for that job that you so think you're not qualified, but yet you're overqualified for? Um, you know, would you pitch your idea in a, in a boardroom meeting and, you know, like a few seconds before your colleague did and make sure that you got the credit for it? You don't know how many times I've sat in a room and I've been thinking in my mind very loudly, very loudly shouting it at the top of my mind. 
an idea, a thought, um, a solution, an improvement, something. And meanwhile, something is stopping me completely from raising my hand or shouting it out or just being vocal about it. And then next thing you know, the thing that always happens is the next person who's sitting next to you comes up with the same thing or says something um, similar to what you're going to say. And to me, I've always just been like, well, you know, it's just I'm a, I'm a quiet person, I'm a shy person, you know, or I can be, things like that. And when you think about it, that's not really the reason. It's so much deeper than that. It's so much more about, I didn't think that my idea was worthy. I didn't think that I was smart enough to present that idea. I didn't think that I actually knew as much as I did to present that idea. And, you know, there's studies and all these things that are linked to what really causes imposter syndrome and, and, you know, why people have it. And, you know, there's a couple of good studies that say that it's linked to perfectionism, mm -hmm. where you just want, you don't want to ever present yourself in a light that doesn't make you look absolutely perfect, that doesn't make you look at, you know, your best foot forward. And I think we all know in our minds that, you know, nothing beats a try, but a nothing beats a What's the saying? Nothing beats a, a fail but a try. Mm -hmm. And But I think we get so caught up in not wanting to have that fail on our record. Right. You know, and especially people who, you know, have uh, these backgrounds of consistently being at the top or right. always trying to be at the top. It's hard to sometimes accept that not everything is going to be perfect. And sometimes you do have to fall on your face a bit in order to see the you know to see the silver lining exactly. or to find that thing that you needed and i think the first thing in defeating imposter syndrome because it's definitely something worth defeating right because it's definitely i think we could all um confirm that it actually is something that holds you back in one way shape or another okay so i think the first thing we have to say to ourselves is i'm supposed to be here mm -hmm. i am where i'm supposed to be like no mm -hmm. one you know, gave you this opportunity, like this is something that you've earned, whatever table that you're sitting at, whatever decision that you are faced with, this, this is your spot, mm -hmm. right? So now that we're here, <laughs> okay, we are going to make adulting decisions, okay? Right. Whether it's speaking up, whether it's taking a risk, whether it's making a decision, whether it's about learning information to make a decision, it's time to do that. Like, what are we, what are we about to, what are we about to do to really improve, um, you know, this, right. this situation right. that we find ourselves in on a daily basis, right. on a daily basis. It, it really is a daily basis. I mean, so give me a personal example of when you've experienced imposter syndrome? Um, today? <laughs> <laughs> today. <laughs> I mean, we can start with today where, um, you know, we're sitting here and we're, we're trying to record this podcast and we're talking and, and in my mind, I'm like, we're doing it, we're doing it. And then my other mind, I'm like, girl, you crazy. <laughs> what? Why? But why not us? Why not us? We are but phenomenal that's women. That's what it is. I think we really have to have the mic. Okay, number one. I think that imposter syndrome is usually linked to women. For mm -hmm. sure. For sure. Anytime I've ever met the dopest woman ever, someone who I'm like, damn, if 
I could, I would be you. Mm-hmm. And then they'll say something like, girl, I don't even know if I should make this speech or I don't know why they picked me to do such and such. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and honestly, Sabrina, I'm going to tell you, I think, I think about you like that all the time where I'm like, what is wrong with this woman? But like... But why do we say things like that? Is it to... Is it to deflect? Is it to say, okay, if I mess up here, just remember that. You know, is that why mm-hmm. we say that? Is it kind of like a disclaimer? Like, mm-hmm. okay, if I fall flat on my face, if this right. idea doesn't work, if this speech goes left, mm-hmm. is it because, did, did I add that disclaimer? Right. Or is it really the belief that I'm not, I'm not supposed to be here. I don't even know why you nope. picked me to I, give this. I think that's why what I mentioned before about the reasons you can have imposter syndrome being the perfectionist, there's other, um, being the expert, um, other traits like that, where if you don't have it all together, if you don't, or if you seem like you don't have it all together, it messes with you and it makes you really have these internal rate, like these internal feelings going on where you're just kind of like, but who am I if I'm not perfect? Right. Who am I if I'm not the expert? Right. And I've learned recently, like through my job, that there are definitely times where I have to say, I don't know. Right. And saying that, I'm telling you, the first few times I had to say it, first of all, you've got to be real secure. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to look real cute <laughs> on some things <laughs> to be like, I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? I will get back to exactly. you. Exactly. Because one, I think we don't know. Like there's not, there's some things there's yes, no we shame are expert. Exactly. Some things we're experts at and we'll know it. But there are so many things that we don't know. And I think maybe if you look at it as, you know, instead of saying, I don't know, I, I, I don't know that information. Oh my God, what's wrong with me? I think maybe if you look at it as I don't know, but here's the joy in being able to find out. Exactly. One, I have the mental capacity to find out what I need to know. Two, I have the forethought to to even try to figure it out. And three, I have, you know, I even I have the I have everything I need to be able to go out and find out this information. And, you know, that should be something to kind of fall back on, like your safety net of saying, I don't know. Right. But guess what? I'm the person that's going to find out. Exactly. You know, instead of looking at it as, I don't know, okay, samurai sword to the belly, exactly. we're done. No, look at it as, I don't know, but guess who's going to find out? Exactly. And guess who you're going to be like, wow, like you came back to me, you found out, you told me, etc. But I think it's, it is that shame um, and all those feelings connected to just not being the person we have in our mind. Right. And that, that Berlin in the, in my mind she is a completely, I wouldn't say completely different, but she's definitely different. And she is a very hard woman to please. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I think, I think we all battle with this, with this, um, this thing inside our minds, right? Because there's the person that we want to be, that we want to project, that we want people to see us as. And then there's the person that we believe that we are. <clears throat> so, you know, those two People constantly have conflicts, but in light of what Perlene is saying, like in admitting that you don't know, it also gives the next person in the room an idea of who you are. Somebody, one, that's willing to admit that they don't know Mm -hmm. and two, okay, I'm, I'm going to work on it. I'm going to be a go-getter. I'm going to come up with a solution for this problem. I'm not saying walk into the 
needing that you should have prepared for for the past four weeks and say you don't know. That's not what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> then you are an imposter. <laughs> You're all the way frightened. I am saying that in life, these situations come up all the time where you have to be honest with your employer. You have to be honest with your friends. You have to be honest with your kids and say, I don't know. Like, I need, I need help with this. I need to do further research on this. I need an expert on this because I don't know. I can't handle this one on my own. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to need to figure out how to decode this. Right. Can we... So, so this article that I read, um, and now I'm an expert on imposter syndrome, because <laughs> that's how that works. But this article has, um, on themuse.com, it has five types of people or five traits that you have that um, uh, explains why you might have imposter syndrome. So you tell me which one of these, just based off the title, exactly. what in which one you are. So there's the perfectionist, there's the superwoman man, mm. there's the natural genius, there's the soloist, and then there's the expert. Mm. So based off of just the titles, you can kind of get a sense of, okay, the super person thinks that they have to do all things, you know, through Christ and get it done. Right. You know, and um, the soloist is um, someone who just feels like asking for help makes them it's a complete... unacceptable. <laughs> okay, I think I know which one. Um, <laughs> but out of those, the expert, the soloist, the superwoman, the perfectionist, and the... Um, What's the natural genius? Mm-hmm. Which one do you think you? Which one you think diagnosing yourself falls into the category of why you have imposter syndrome? I think it'd be a combination of these things. I'm mm-hmm. definitely the soloist, where mm-hmm. I feel like I have to do this by myself. Mm-hmm. I can't. It can't be left up to anyone. It has to be done by me. I have to get this right. I have to do it. I have to. This is my job. I got to get it done. And I also see the superwoman mm-hmm. because. Mm. You know, I often find myself saying, I can do anything. I'm a woman. You know, I've given birth. I can do anything. (laughs) I've literally said these things. And, you know, um, so I definitely see that super woman. I have to put that S on my chest. I got to wear the cape. I got to get it done. I can't not know. And um, I think the perfectionist as well. Like, Mm. I, I feel like I often want to project this this image of I have it together and admitting that I don't know or admitting that, you know, I might have to do a little bit more background just kind of says, then I'm not the person that I want you to think that I am. Right. 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 So I think it's a combination of those things. I have definitely sat, you know, I'll give you an example of my imposter syndrome, my whole experience in law school, my entire experience in law school i walked in first day sat in the lecture hall and thought nah (laughs) who put me here but not for god (laughs) like who was not paying attention and let me into this place and it was i mean battling that imposter syndrome makes everything so much harder Right. You know, because not only are you struggling within yourself, but you're struggling with the very task that you're trying to do. Right. So here you are, you're having this internal battle. And then you're 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 also you still got to get the job done. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 
we have to see it. You know, mm-hmm. we have to be willing to admit it. We have to be honest right. with ourselves. Right. We have to be honest with others and understand that this is a weight that we carry that I'm not going to say other people don't carry it, but if you're right. wise or if you've mastered this, you're not carrying it. And right. therefore they're sailing through while you're carrying all this <laughs> you weight. You have all the load. <laughs> <laughs> Put it down. <laughs> no, I think... I don't know, and if 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 there's a woman out there who hasn't felt this, good for you, the superwoman. I am super proud of you. Then you need to just contact us exactly. at adultdecoded at gmail <laughs> and send us your picture and uh, and just how you did it because exactly. um, you don't exist. Stop exactly. Lying. Stop um, it. <laughs> but no, I think the superwoman part is is realistic for all type of women women and. I am not going to say black women have it the most, but I'm going to say there's way more factors contributing to a black right. woman or a woman of color, um, you know, uh, being, uh, having that, that crisis of if I can't do it all, who am I? Right. You know, and, and it's just, and you know, it's just all types of factors go into that society telling you. You can be superwoman. You can have it all. You can have the career. You can have the job. You can have the child. You can have the husband. You can have the wife. You can have whatever you want. And you can balance it all. And all things are possible. And to me, I'm like, yes, they are possible. All things are all uh, possible, but they're not always possible at the same time. Exactly. Um, I can have the best day at work. And I can walk in there and say, I killed it today. I did my job. These people owe me money, even more money, because I did my best work ever. And then I get home and I'll eat um, a tub of ice cream for dinner because guess what? I can't do anything else. <laughs> I, can't, um, I can't focus on anyone else. Exactly. Anyone else in my home is just going to have to fend for themselves. Exactly. Because your career got 100%. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And no, I didn't work out. I didn't read a book and, and, you know, the 10th book of the week. Exactly. I didn't do anything. And you didn't drink water today. <laughs> no. Can I mention you did I not drink, drink water, water. <laughs> so, so like the superwoman is so real and I think it, it just comes unfortunately I feel like it just comes too naturally yeah. to women what like why why are we starting ourselves off our younger girls behind us why are we starting them off so young that by the time we get to our age that it's it just feels natural to have that and you actually have to unlearn how to be a superwoman or at least how to manage your superpowers right you know so it's it i think it it starts from day one and it goes way deeper than imposter syndrome because i think the superwoman um, syndrome is a byproduct of imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. but it all just goes together for a neat little package um, that your therapist will make a lot of money. <laughs> so, so, you know, yeah, this, 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 um, whole adventure we're going on with this adulting decoded, I'm telling you, we're going to bring up so much stuff. Your therapist will make a lot of money. Okay. <laughs> I know mine is. But let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's, um, rid ourselves of the fear. Let's rid ourselves of the shame and let's, um, Let's discuss these things and maybe we will find it helpful just to, you know, maybe you did not know that you were suffering with imposter syndrome. Maybe you couldn't put a a name or a title on it, but hearing this discussion will lead you to say, wait a minute, 
I think I've experienced this. Right. And once you can say that, once you can admit that, then you can start taking steps or looking into steps on how to mm-hmm. defeat this imposter syndrome and move forward in your whatever, right. you know, whether it be your career, whether it be your personal life, whether it be, you know, in, in attaining some, some goal that you have. And this would have been a meaningful um, which, conversation. Which leads me to ask, where do you think it shows up the most in in your life? Because we have the compartmental you know, functions of our life. You got yourself being a, a, a wife. Then you have a, your mother. Then you're, you know, you have a career. And then you're also a daughter. So where do you see, where do you think it shows up the most? Like, think, where is it the most harmful? Right. I think, you know what? I think imposter syndrome is also um, tied in heavily into our confidence, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it shows up in anything that is important to us. So anything where I'm trying to be amazing um, anytime that I want to work at being amazing at something, I find imposter syndrome in my face. So my girl, what do you think? Who do you think you are? Exactly. Right. And that's exactly what it says. Who do you think you are? Like what right. the audacity, <laughs> right? So I think in my career, it shows up a lot. Um, I find myself, even as a supervisor saying like, you know, should I say that or should I come up with that idea or should I even mention that? Should I point out that they did this thing right? And, I, you know, I have battles with that. Like, yeah, you should. You're the supervisor. Right. Or in raising my children. You know, I think that at this point in my life, raising my kids is just the most important thing to me. I mean, being a mom, I think, is one of my most important jobs. And every once in a while, I'll have this overwhelming feeling that I am doing this all wrong. Mm. Like these kids are watching way too much television. (laughs) I'm not introducing them to the right thing. I made the wrong decision about their school. They eat way too many cookies. And (laughs) you know, I'm like literally having a meltdown that I am doing all of this all wrong. And there's going to be hell to pay in a few years when the negative effects of my decisions (laughs) Are, are coming to fruition. But then I kind of have to take a step back and say, who knows how to do it right? Right. Who, right. who is who is the perfect who is the perfect mother? Who is the perfect supervisor? Right, besides Michelle. Oh, besides and I, Michelle. And oh. first of all, guys, welcome to the Michelle Club. Um, <laughs> Our obsession with Michelle Obama. I don't we didn't even have to say the name. You should know. You when should we say know, Michelle. Michelle. And if you don't know, welcome. And Michelle, but... if you are listening, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the number one Michelle um, fan club besides Adulting Because. Exactly. I mean, yeah, we're, we're called that too. You we're, know, we're always going to mention Michelle but, as if she's but, our best friend. And I just want to put the disclaimer here. We do not know Michelle. <laughs> but again, Michelle, if you are listening, we love you. But... No, I mean, but you're right. Like, there's no one does it perfectly. No one does it um, perfectly every day. And you can only do your best. Like, I'm not a mother. I've got lots of siblings and nieces and nephews and, you know, um, part-time. I'm that, I'm that auntie that rolls in with the, with the fur coat and, uh, and plays for a bit and then rolls back out. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but I mean... It's, it's only, there's only so much you can do in the moment and you have to just rely on, I think your, 
your common sense. You have to rely on your upbringing. You have to rely on on your new way of thinking. Your past experiences. Exactly. exactly. Because, I mean, half of us would say, I would never do... Um, I would never do parenting like my parents did. Right. And the other half would say, I'm... A better parent because of what they did. They were the model. They were the role, you know, and I'm just going to do it exactly like they did because look at me, I'm amazing. Right. And so I think you just have to find your own, your own lane with it. Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, that is, I would think that would be to me as an outsider, probably the worst place to have uh, imposter syndrome (laughs) because, because it's not just you. It's not just you going, man, I should have spoke up at that meeting or man, you know, I'm really not as great at that thing as I thought. That is you looking at two human beings. Three. three <laughs> let's not forget. Three human beings and going, oh, shoot. <laughs> I'm about to release you three out into the world right. in a matter of 18 years exactly. and some months. Uh, <laughs> and I need to make sure that you are, are kind and good. compassionate and good human you beings. You kind. You wish Exactly. You know, but so to me, I don't know. That would probably be the place... Not to add to your anxiety. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Girl, that's the worst place to mess up. Oh, damn. No, but... <laughs> oh, but I know a lot of mothers are listening to me out there and thinking to themselves, yes, I felt that. Mm-hmm. And, you yeah. know, one of the ways that I've dealt with that is, girl, I am honest with my kids. You know? That's cool. I'm honest with them. And sometimes I say, I don't know if this is the right decision. I don't mm-hmm. know if this is the better you know, the better of the options, but let's talk about this. I've mm-hmm. actually done this with my kids many times. Mm-hmm. I say they can advocate for themselves. They have a say in their upbringing, mm-hmm. um, not on all things, but on most things. Okay. And um, that's important to me because that helps me to think to myself, like, one, you were in on it. <laughs> like, I gave you information. Like, I gave you a say. <laughs> You made that choice. Right. That, that was your part of the decision. Um, and it's also, I'm also thinking I'm raising adults, right? right. I'm not, these kids are not going to stay right. kids, you know, children they're, forever. They're whole human beings. Yes, yeah, they're whole human <laughs> beings. And I want them to be able to, one, learn to advocate for themselves and just be honest about saying that I don't have it all figured out. And, right. you know, don't, I don't want my kids to be the type of people that grow up and say, oh, my parents were. No, I did the best with what we had. Right. So, um, <laughs> looking looking back, um, you know, a few times my daughter has put her input like, I don't think that's right. Mm. I'm like, okay, let's pause. Let's look this up, you know? And, I, you know, there's times where I could appreciate that. I really could I, because we I, had to pause. You know, having a little human being check you is probably the most Girl. Um, frustrating <laughs> You know, it will humble you. Especially when they're right. Exactly. It is a humbling experience. But also I've found a lot of help in other women. Mm. You know, women who are willing to be honest. And I'm so supportive. If you're, you know, whatever it is that you are struggling with confidence-wise, it is good to have a community. Because the first thing you learn is you're not alone. And the second thing is you get ideas, you get feedback, you, you know, you're held accountable and, you know, I'm so 
um, grateful for a community. I mean, even you, I've reached out to you like, hey, <laughs> this is what's happening. Right. Like, did I did I go nuts on this or should I, you oh, know? Right. And you've had some positive feedback and I always appreciate that. The honesty yeah. is always amazing. I, I think that's probably, I mean, I say in my relationships um, with my friends and um, with my close friends, that if I can't literally be honest with you and say, girl, you're wrong. Exactly. <laughs> or girl, so... And I'll say it in the nicest. Yeah. I'll say it in the nicest. And sometimes not, and that's okay too. Right. Like, you know, hey girl, so listen, um, you dead wrong on Yes. You fucked up. Yes. <laughs> yes. We've had to do that with each other. We've had to do that with each other. But I think that, I think then, you know, going back to the imposter part of it, like, when you have that community and you have people around you who will say, girl, you did that. Or, exactly. Or girl, you know, you could improve it by this way. Yes. Then it's, then that is also a tool in the handbag to say, to address that imposter syndrome. Right. So when it, you know you'll get honest feedback and, um, and constructive criticism. Absolutely. So if your community is, cons- you know, just filled with people or you're surrounded by people who praise you all the time, that's not the right community. Or if you are surrounded by people who bring you down all the time, Definitely. that's not the right community. Definitely not. You know, you need to be in the type of community where you can get all around good feedback. Like I always say to Perlene, like she'll call me, we'll have these discussions and I'll say, do you want me to listen? <laughs> or do you want my input? And the reason why that's important is your input is not always important. Sometimes, you know, it's just it's about... A, it's a vent. Yes, it's just a vent. I just need you to listen. And sometimes the input is not always negative. Sometimes right. I have to say, are you crazy? You are amazing. <laughs> they called you because you're the best woman for that job. Like, there is no one else. Or sometimes I have to say... Um, no, you kind of lost it. And you should apologize. <laughs> and that was stupid. <laughs> let's pull back. <laughs> let's pause and reflect. <laughs> like, this is this is not the hill. Exactly. <laughs> so um, you know, I community is so important. Honesty um is important. Not mm-hmm. not um like honesty shouldn't be brutal. Right. It should be what it is, which is honest, which is coming from a pure place. Mm-hmm. Um, um, if your community is about improving you and improving your circumstances and your situation and your mindset, right. then you definitely need to consider the people who are part of your community your and circle. Yeah. Yes, your circle, and that mm-hmm. helps a lot yeah. with imposter syndrome. One one thing that a um, a friend of mine. Full disclosure, an ex. He told me. (laughs) (laughs) He told me, and I always remembered it. um, He always said, if you can't change the people around you, then change the people around you. Mm -hmm. And that's always been one of my favorite sayings because it really does affect everything about you. It'll affect the imposter syndrome part, it'll affect anything else you're really dealing with. And, you know, I feel like that comes up in so many ways, um, and it'll and it'll touch on a lot of the other topics that we're going to be talking about, a lot of the other areas that we're going to dive into, and you know, because it's just it's true. Like you need, I think everything starts with a community, and guess what? Adulting decoding um, peoples, you are now our community. Our community. You are in it. 
I don't know if you want to be, <laughs> but, but you can. But you are. <laughs> you can't go anywhere. So we appreciate your feedback. You can write to us mm-hmm. at adultingdecoded at gmail. You can check out our webpage at adultingdecoded.com. Yes, and we're also on Instagram. Yes, adulting.decoded. Okay, so we appreciate you guys joining in on our conversation. Let us know your thoughts and any ideas, any discussion ideas that you guys have. Please let us know. Inbox us. Yes, let us know what you want to talk about, um, what you want to hear about, what you want perspectives on, um, because um, adulting's hard. It's hard. I'm thinking about how hard it is and I'm crying. (laughs) But we're here to decode it one conversation at a time. Or even tell us about your experience with imposter syndrome. syndrome. Let us know about a specific time um, that you felt imposter syndrome and what you did about it, how you handled it. Right. So decoders. Yes, that's what you're called. (laughs) I claim it. Decoders. Until we meet again. Um, yeah, stay safe. Um, wear a mask. Wear a mask. Yeah, don't forget because, you know, pandemic. (laughs) Um, But, you know, be great. Stay safe, be great. And keep pushing forward. Yes. Awesome.